0: Hello from Chiang Mai, Thailand. This is Stephanie Menkaryos. Welcome back to my podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Stephanie Menkaryos, and you can find my yoga class on Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y dot com. I've been really inspired for the past week to talk about self-abandonment and to also talk about how we can show up for ourselves and what that means and I've gained a lot of clarity around this subject because I have been an expert my whole life at self abandonment And I never realized to what extent until I started to show up for myself and to find and learn ways to show up for myself and to see what that feels like. And I was so used to showing up for everybody else in my life and I learned to do that from a very young age. Um, I learned somewhere in my mind that if I show up for people, that's how I'll get love, that's how I'll be accepted, that's how I'll be recognized and appreciated and feel seen and heard, is if I show up for everybody. But in doing that, I also learned how to not show up for myself, um, which created self-abandonment, and I think we all do this in some ways, and some of us do it a lot more than others, and And I think that part of self-love is to learn, to show up for ourselves. And self-abandonment can look like so many things. It can look like shame, Um, it can look like guilt. And those are two topics that Brene Brown, um, if you don't know her, she's a researcher and she tells stories about her research. She talks a lot about shame and guilt, and she gave a really great definition that I love. So guilt is um, something that I did was wrong. So I did something wrong. And shame is I am wrong. So something's wrong with me. Uh, And and so self-abandonment can look like shame and guilt and perfectionism. So being really hard on ourselves and um, and criticizing and being rigid with how we do things, having rigid rules around how things are done and never feeling like we're good enough and forgetting to engage in things because they feel good but feeling like we need to be absolutely perfect at doing them and that if it's not perfect then we're bad and something's wrong with us. and. Um, It can also show up, self-abandonment can also show up as um, avoidance, as suppressing our emotions, as checking out, um, giving up, judging ourselves and others. I think these are all ways that we um, self-abandon and to give examples, so checking out or avoiding or suppressing our emotions is, I would say, um, one of the most common ways that we self-abandon. So we're experiencing something, a feeling, an emotion attached to a physical sensation. Everything, you know, is connected inside, and they go together hand in hand, mind and body. And when we feel something unpleasant, um, sadness, pain, anger, frustration resentment jealousy fear worry and we check out or we suppress it we shove it down we push it down or we avoid it that self-abandonment because we're feeling something and because we're feeling something it makes it valid and we've been taught to um, ignore or to shame those feelings, that something's wrong with those feelings, that they shouldn't be there, that we should only feel good, we should only feel happy, we should only feel joy, we should only feel positive. But the truth is that all of our feelings, all of our emotions are really important because they all give us information about what's happening inside. And it's what makes us human. We're human and we feel this array of emotions and none of them are bad. None of them are bad. And when we avoid, check out, suppress, we're ignoring these parts of us that need attention, these parts of us that are hurting, these parts of us that need to feel seen and heard. And we're, we're telling them that they're bad by shaming them or by avoiding them, we're telling them that they don't matter. And as we all know, what we resist persists. And so the more we try to push away, shove away, run away from what we're feeling, the more it's going to show up, the more it's going to scream louder and louder until we can't ignore it anymore. And and so the opposite of self-abandonment, the opposite of of ignoring, suppressing, shaming, guilting, judging, is showing up for ourselves. And I've been journaling a lot lately and one of the questions I keep writing in my journal almost every day is how can I show up for myself today or how can I show up for myself right now and I've come up with a list of ways that I've been showing up for myself that feel good and maybe you write a list of things that feel good for you that help you feel like you're showing up for yourself And that list might be really different for everyone, but I'm going to share what it's been for me. Uh, Meditating has, has been a huge one. And it's something that I've been doing every morning now for almost 100 days. And I've never been able to be consistent at very many things in my life. It's something that I've struggled with a lot. And when I moved to Thailand, my intention was to show up for myself, actually, to create habits that I can sustain throughout my life that consist of self love and of showing up for myself, and to make that a priority so that whatever I take on in my future, I can take on because I know that I'm showing up for myself. I know that I have myself and that I'm. I'm there for myself, that's the most important thing because I've self abandoned for so long. I never felt like I can deal with anything that came my way because it felt scary. And I did deal with it and I've learned tools to deal. But I think that learning to show up for yourself is the best tool that you can acquire because you are the only person that you're gonna spend the rest of your life with you are the only person that is with you at all times 24 7 365 you wake up with yourself you go to bed with yourself you're with yourself when you drive to school to work when you're sitting in class when you're working when you're engaging with anybody when you're intimate when you're eating when you're doing anything that you do you're with yourself and I think if we can learn to show up for ourselves The more ways we can learn how to show up for ourselves, the more connected we're gonna feel, the more our life experience is gonna change. And so for me, one of those things has been meditating and it's been non-negotiable. I've been dedicated to meditating every morning as part of my morning ritual. Um, And then other things that have helped me show up for myself have been to move my body so whether that means that i do yoga or i go to the gym or i dance um, but some type of physical movement so that i can really be in my body uh, and actually one of my favorite ones is nonlinear linear movement um, so just you know you can get on all fours uh, on your yoga mat or on the ground or on your bed and just undulate your spine so doing like cat and cows and then from there just letting yourself flow into a non-linear non-thinking movement of just intuitively moving your body in whatever way feels good closing your eyes putting some music and just letting your body move and release all the parts that feel stuck or tight or tense and just unpacking all of that um that's also been part of my morning practice and then other ways have been to journal, which I've only recently started doing and feels really good because you're talking to yourself, communicating with yourself and just allowing yourself to write anything and everything and um, becoming your own best friend. You know, it's, it's very similar to kind of like calling someone and sharing, except you're doing it in writing form and you're doing it to yourself. Um Uh, being in nature Um, for me, writing, making art you know, different forms of art Um, gratitude, expressing gratitude whether you say it out loud or you write it Um, and then staying present with emotions without trying to make them go away Um, and this is, you know every moment of like all right i'm i'm feeling this way right now and that's okay so being really accepting of of the feelings of the emotions that are present and not trying to to change them not trying to reject them but to just like allowing them to be there Um, I think that is such a deep form of self-love and of showing up for ourselves to really let ourselves be present with what's there and it takes practice because when we feel discomfort our brain is designed to help us avoid discomfort Um, and so it's It takes some practice to feel something and to let ourselves feel it and to not try to run away or numb um, or ignore it, but to really just allow it to be there and to reassure ourselves in that moment of like, it's okay, it's okay to feel this way and it's temporary. And to just repeat that continuously through the discomfort of it's okay. And, and it's temporary. Um, and then asking my body what she needs um, as part of showing up for myself. So this could be in form of like food. Um, what do you need right now? What, what would feel nourishing? What can I feed you? What can I give you? How can I hydrate you? Or rest? So asking my body what she needs. Sometimes she needs rest, even though something else was planned. It's okay to rest and to honor that. And that, to me, is showing up for yourself. And and speaking my truth. And I think this is a big one, and it's a really hard one for a lot of us, especially if you're people pleaser. Uh, it could be really hard sometimes to to speak speak your truth Um, and i think a lot of us associate speaking our truth with hurting others but there's a way to learn to communicate what our truth is and what our needs are and to have boundaries and boundaries is such a huge act of self-love because the boundaries have nothing to do with other people it has to do with us and what we need and it's not something to be taken personally by anybody else and part of speaking our truth is having boundaries. And part of speaking our truth is expressing what we need and what we feel. And to do it in a way that's communicated you know, kindly. Um, and so those are all the ways that that I've found are helpful for me to show up for myself. Mm-hmm. And I've written down in my journal that I would like to, I would love to keep asking myself that question every day to even write it out. How can I show up for myself right now or today? And maybe we can set that intention every morning uh, as soon as the alarm rings to just take a moment before we get up, before we check our phone to just ask that question. How can I show up for myself today? And maybe you have a plan that day to to do certain things that will help you feel like you're showing up for yourself, to not self-abandon. And also a huge one is to show self-compassion to ourselves. So in the moments where we do self-abandon, because it will happen, to be able to say, it's okay, I abandoned myself in that moment, I really abandoned myself in that moment, or for that whole day, or for a few days, and it's okay. I forgive you. And, and I think that all of these acts are, are acts of showing up for ourselves. And if you'd like to share how you show up for yourself, please reach out. I would love to hear from you. And I hope this was helpful. Thank you for listening. I will see you next time.